Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast. On this episode, he asked me if I promised to laugh, and I told him I promise. I have to laugh at that? Possibly the hardest laughter we've ever had as part of this show. We were dying. Easter egg. Easter egg, indeed. I'll give it a 9.5. You'll just have to go listen to the episode if you Ah, don't know what we're talking about. Cliffhanger. Yeah. (laughs) Cliffhanger. But in fairness, you were avoiding a very creeping person, so... Personally, I believe Santa Claus lives down there. Yeah. You can ridicule me if you if you want to, but that's what I believe. So. Shares a room with Easter Bunny. I that's thought right. he lived at the North Pole. Well, that's what they want you to believe, so you can't find him. Oh. Yeah. And now, here's your host, Jeremy Neus and Garrett Horn. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast. My name is Jeremy Neus, and I'm joined by the turned over a new leaf and is wearing ties on Sunday. Garrett Horn, how you doing, my friend? Um, I don't have enough ties to wear every Sunday, so. Well, you've been doing it recently, yeah, a lot recently. It's all my Christmas ties. All your Christmas ties, <laughs> you had two. No, I had what four? Four. I think. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're excited to uh, record another episode for your listening enjoyment today. Today on the show, we're going to recap our previous twenty-four episodes to start out two thousand eighteen. Uh, just you know, reminisce a little bit. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for you to listen to. We've got clips from every episode, so hopefully you'll enjoy that. We'll have the Clash of the Wits. Unfortunately, we're not joined today by Justin. Uh, He was unable to get us a joke, but uh, we have Stevens, and he, when I asked him if he could send us in a joke, he asked me if I promised to laugh, and I told him I promised. So really, it doesn't matter what what this joke's going to be. I'm going to laugh. I didn't promise, though. Yeah, please don't laugh. That'd be funnier. <laughs> All right, uh, and then we'll have listener questions. We're not going to do a compelling contemplation this episode. Um, we're afraid, me personally, I'm a little afraid that this may be a longer episode. It might be a really short one. I don't know. But uh, we're going to eliminate that one for this episode uh, only. All right, before we begin, it's time for the Upside Up Headlines. Uh, we only had one, and uh, I'll just run through it right quick. The We had an t- iTunes review, a new one, and it's entitled My Favorite Podcast. I meant to include the username, and I failed to, so I don't remember their username. I have no idea who this person is, but if you left us this review, go ahead and tell us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, uh, the review was entitled, was entitled My Favorite Podcast, and this person says, Love it. Very encouraging. Super funny. We need more Christians connecting and being a positive influence on the world. Can't wait to listen to all episodes. So that was a very kind review. We certainly appreciate that. So thank you very much. All right. With all of that out of the way, I think that we're going to start the recap. And we'll start where most things start with number one. Numero uno. Numero uno. And I think this is our most listened to episode so uh i i think by far and i don't know if that's because of the content or just because people were checking out to see what we were doing and then they were like wow no but (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh on this episode entitled embarrassments and disney i told the story of my making a fool of myself in front of steven take a listen my right foot doesn't hit the ground like i expected (laughs) it to i've tripped over the back and it's on a decline. Now, normally, I'm a pre- I'm I'm a decently balanced young man. I I can usually keep myself from falling on my face, but I'm on a decline. <laughs> you start rolling down the hill. Well, I didn't roll. It was a little <laughs> worse than that because my instinct was try to catch yourself. Uh huh. And every step was kept getting worse and worse and worse. And so I am bumbling and stumbling down the hill, trying to catch myself. <laughs> and like every step, I, I look drunk is what it is. I, I'm trying to get down this hill. And <laughs> I end up tucking my right leg under and sliding down. It was all reflex. I didn't really think about it. But I slid down the hill a little bit, and then I popped up. Well, there are still people in this backyard. And you're thinking right now, Stephen was back there. He saw you. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. End of the story. Well, no. <laughs> he was there. He was coming up the hill while <gasps> I was going down the hill. <laughs> and his family was with him. So his whole family watched me bumble down this hill. And if that's not bad enough, I'm going to scoot back from the mic a little bit. In his preacher man's voice, very intimidating man, 
the only thing he can think to say with every step that I bumble down this hill is, Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> and I, so I'm thoroughly embarrassed. Everyone is looking at me in the entire backyard. I can see, bumble down this hill. Voice crack. And there's a, a Jackson's at the bottom of the hill. And he was like, yeah, Jeremy, give me a high five. <laughs> and, uh, Go Jackson. Yeah, the last thing that happened, that the last thing I heard was Steven saying, I'll give it a 9.5. And he walked off. And uh, I've never been the same since, really. Every time I'm around him, I'm, I'm a little uneasy. Yeah, so that's our first clip. Uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, I don't know, called a fame. I don't think it's fame. But uh, it's definitely an embarrassing story. So if you haven't checked that one out, that's our first episode. Uh, and that, that one was a lot of fun. I, I love the, uh, I love the horrible recording uh, quality on these first episodes when we were just doing it with one mic. I was laughing a lot in that episode. Yeah. The whole thing's me laughing. (laughs) Well, it was a funny story. All right. uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, number two. All right, so that one was called Disney and Dreams, and in that one we recap moments from our trip to Disney World. One of the highlights of the trip was that bus ride back throughout the week. (laughs) Marcel. uh, (laughs) Marcel, yes. uh, Throughout the week, uh, Garrett and I, and even John Mark, would talk to the people the the cast members the workers there we would talk to them and uh, call them by name they all wear a name badge so we just read it and if we could pronounce the word that was on their name badge we would say hi Steve hi whoever yes um, so uh, Marcel was our bus driver and with it being so late at night a lot of people were coming back to the resorts but no one else was going back to the park so we had the whole bus to ourselves and so we just sang. Another thing that we did throughout the entire week was sing songs. So, uh, you know, I want to cut off a little abruptly, but uh, I was trying not to get other things. You'll you'll notice in these clips, I apologize, but I kind of cut off sentences and that kind of thing, so we don't make this any lengthier than we have to. But the best trip I think I've ever taken yeah, was that trip. That was an awesome trip. I had forgotten the bus driver's name. But Marcel. Yeah, yeah, Marcel. He he loved our singing. He, he didn't want us to get off the bus, so yeah, that was no pretty kidding. cool. No kidding. And the cool thing about the trip, one of the cool things, there's a lot of cool things, but I was thinking, how can we tell this on the podcast? Like the whole time, and I've never experienced that before, so that was that was really neat. Yeah. All right, number three, Garrett creates a true or false quiz game uh, for me to answer and compete in. And uh, if you notice during this clip, we haven't ever mentioned this on the show, and I thought that this might be a good time to mention it. It sounds like I slap Garrett, and so we added an owl in there and the owl that you hear if you pick it up is uh corbin and we did that in post and possibly the hardest laughter we've ever had as part of this show we were dying easter egg easter egg indeed check it out all the cells in the human body are fully replaced every seven years fact or fiction Uh, that's true that is false are you sure yes uh, that's a very common. I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. But it's too. not true. Muscle and Pretty bone sure cells live to be about 20, to 25 to 30. They can live 25 to 30 years. And you're actually born with most of the neurons in your body. Yeah, I, your I knew life. the neurons. Well, neurons yeah. are cells. Yeah, but I thought we were talking skin cells. <laughs> well, skin cells, yes, but I said it, the human body. Oh, technicality. I see. I'm pretty sure I already lost. Man. Ow. You want to go through that stuff? <laughs> yes, well, obviously. So good, so good. So I don't know if anyone's ever picked up on that, but that is a that is a good one. And that episode was facts and phones. I didn't mention that one. All right, uh, number four, Garrett. Four is called Cody and Jeffrey, and in this one, uh, Jeffrey and Cody uh, join us to talk about being fathers. Uh, Jeffrey had just become a father, and Cody had a little more experience, so we got them on, and they kind of compared and contrasted some things. Absolutely. Check it out. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, give that question uh, to Mr. Cody, what what has surprised you the most about having children? I guess just uh, the fact that priorities change so quickly. Uh-huh. You know, you know when you're typically single and then you, you're married, you have all these aspirations of doing things and going places, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then once a child comes in, you know that, and that's not a negative thing. Just right. priorities change. You, you're focused on that child. Um, I used to work out a whole lot more than I do now mm-hmm. because I don't have time, and, and that's fine. I, I, I you know, I prefer to spend my time with my family. So that's the biggest thing for me is just the priority. 
mm-hmm. change. Right. Did you work out a lot before, Jeffrey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. I liked that uh, uh, that joke. That wasn't true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's our first four. Number five, um, Stephen joined us on the show. The episode was entitled Fingers and Reactions. And uh, he told us about how he lost part of his finger in a carpentry accident uh, recently recently at the time and uh then responded to jeremy's foolishness uh on his uh on the first episode uh so this is a little bit of a lengthier clip but i think it's a good one so check it out well we will uh move on to the reaction to our first episode and uh i guess i would set it up by saying that you invited my family over mr stephen to uh your home for a lunch on a sunday afternoon us and some other families and the whole time I was there, I kept debating whether or not to tell you the story I told on the podcast. And my mom wanted me to tell it. But, you know, there's other people there. And if I just start telling the story, and it's kind of a lengthy story because there's a lot, there's a lot to it. Um, you know, there's a lot of pressure on me. And uh, I was like, I, I just don't know. Maybe he won't think it's funny. Maybe the people in the room won't think it's funny. So, you know, just all these uh, insecurities start coming out. So I didn't, I didn't say it. And I decided to... Uh, held on the podcast not expecting you to listen to the podcast to be honest <laughs> not nobody else does yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought that you would probably see it just on Facebook as we published it and that kind of stuff but um, I didn't actually think you would give the time of day because <laughs> most people don't so you know I, I just I, he won't listen to it if I don't give what it's about why would he listen to it you know but nonetheless the uh, the day after we posted it on my Facebook, you commented that was entertaining. And if I recall, there was no punctuation, so it was just that was entertaining. I think and, you put an ellipsis. Yeah, I put an ellipsis. Okay. That I, was Paul's entertaining. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I did not know how to respond to that. I, I laughed when I first read it. I was like, wow, he actually listened to it. He didn't, like, there's no ill effects thus far. And uh, <laughs> yeah. he seems to think it was entertaining. That's better than interesting. If you had yeah. said that was interesting, I would have been alarmed. I, I, my, <laughs> I would not have been working very productively at the moment. And then I get a text from Garrett. He's like, dude, Stephen commented or something. Like, Did you see Stephen's comment? And I said, yeah. And I said something like, I thought it was it was funny or whatever. He was like, "You think he's mad?" And I was like, <laughs> "That's." What... I was like, "No." And should I think he's mad? And now I'm thinking, did I did I not read it right? And so I go back and read it. it says what I think it says. And like, why did he, why do you think he's mad? And he, he's like, "I don't know. I just think he might be mad about." It. And so I'm like, well, "I was really I was really messing with you more than anything." But I did think there was a chance that he might have been mad. Like I didn't think he was, but I was just getting under your skin. Well, you, it worked because then I was like, "Should I text him?" And he was like, "Yeah." And so I I, I texted you and uh, uh, like I'm glad you thought the the episode was entertaining. And uh, so many words. Are you mad? <laughs> and uh, and you you didn't indicate that you were. And I sent Garrett the message that you sent me, and he was like, "Dude, he is mad." <laughs> I'm like, "No, he's not." And uh, I don't even know what I texted back. I don't remember either, but it just something about yeah, it was entertaining. Or yeah, something you said like you'd that. be glad to come on anytime or something. Right. So we took advantage of that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but so now I'm alarmed. I'm like, Garrett, why do you think he's mad at church the next day? You still saying that. He's still saying, dude, he's mad. And then, <laughs> Because it was noticeably bothering you. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course it was. But I did, anyway, so I, I didn't think you were mad. So are you mad? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a funny episode. If you haven't listened to that one, that one's number five. Uh, and he goes on to actually react to what I was saying. But I think that's just a funny clip. Sorry about the length. Oh, and he happened to lose part of his finger, too. We mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a good listen of how, of how he did that, so go and check that one out. All right, bud, number six. Number six is Wreck and Swine. Very good name there. Uh, that one was uh, when Isaac Munoz came on and talked about his near-death experience, and uh, we learned a lot from it. That was one of the deepest episodes. No um, doubt, no doubt. For clarification, it really wasn't a near-death experience in uh, the typical 
use of the word. Okay, fair enough. Well, I did. I was trying to figure out how to type yeah. that. You were reading that off of a script just to pull the curtain back. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I, he didn't. I don't. I don't know what else you call that. He yeah. was hit by a car. You'll just have to go listen to the episode if you don't ah, know what we're talking about. But cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, number six. Oftentimes we talk about how brief life is, and all of us know that it's brief. All of us, intellectually, we know that it can just be taken from us like that. But when you live it and when you experience it on a deeper level. Um, People listen to you a lot more about it when when you've seen it. People, you know, so that's one of the things. Life is brief. That's what our experience tells us. That's what the Bible um, tells us as well. And that's so that's that's one of the things that um, I'd like to to express to people. The other thing is, while there weren't a whole lot of people that came out afterwards and said, Isaac, you know, um, you need to be a lot more careful. One thing that I would say is. This was an accident. Replaying it in my mind again, there's nothing that I would do differently again. This was a horrible accident. And just because my incident was an accident doesn't mean that we should not help people that are in need. Help people in need. Those those good Samaritans, those first responders, did the very same thing that I was doing in coming to, to help me. So... Accidents, unfortunately, are a part of life. You, you can't stop them. Um, we ought to take our precautions, obviously, but help help others out. Right. Um, that, that's one of the big things that I want to really emphasize to to others is don't let my accident hinder you. Rather, let it propel you and motivate you because it is encouraging when you help someone out. And right. When others help you, you can really feel their, their love for you. Great stuff by him. Uh, that's I'll ask you later on what your favorite episode is, but I'm just going to give mine away. That is my favorite episode. Yeah, that was a really good one. And uh, he's actually uh, moving to Puerto Rico soon. He sure is, so, so uh, wish him all the best. Maybe we can have him on before <laughs> he leaves. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, that was a – yeah. I've heard other people say that that's their favorite episode as well, but uh, that's a good one. That is a good one. All right, um, number seven, our editors Corbin and Caleb joined us to talk about their hobbies. And first up, Corbin talked about being a Boy Scout. Probably my thing that I've uh, uh, learned the most um, in my time is is our motto, which is be prepared. I mean, I've really, that's really stuck with me and everything I do. I'm just being prepared as, as much as possible. That's really ingrained in me. I, I think I have that to thank. Um, so, so, yeah. Be prepared. <laughs> no, good stuff from Corbin. Caleb then told us what it's like to be in the air in an airplane. So is that your favorite part about being able to fly, just being able to be up there in the sky with the birds and clouds and that kind of thing? Or? The best part is when you're by yourself in a plane, there's a sense of freedom. You don't have any restraints. You don't have to stay between the lines. All right. You don't have to go a certain speed limit. I mean, there are rules to follow, but it's much more free. Much more free. I've never flown, but it scares me to death, just to be honest. So I haven't crashed any, right? No, he he hasn't. (laughs) He said he hasn't. I don't think you've flown in a while, have you? No, No, he hasn't done that either. So, um, all right, number eight, my friend. Number eight is football and curbs. Uh, That one was when Jeremy recounted the story of his encounter with a creepy guy in Dollar General. And the chaos that ensued. I remember this one. Started to, I wouldn't say panic, but I wanted out of there quickly. And uh, I said, I'll tell you in a second. And so I popped that car and drive. And I hit the accelerator. And I'm not flying or anything. But I go I go forward. Oh, no. And it was one of the... <laughs> I didn't think about the cement blocks in front of me. <gasps> <laughs> and so... <laughs> I go, blum, 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 blum. <laughs> and Alyssa's like holding on for dear life in there. And uh, <laughs> she she said later that she looked over at the guy and the girl that were sitting in the car. And in her walk, in her words, they were hee-hawing. <laughs> they were just rolling in there. And I'm so glad I didn't see them because it just would have been so much more embarrassing. But of course, they know the situation. And then I just, not in a moment of not thinking, go forward because 
there was no car in front of me, and so I just went over the. I, I was just gonna go straight through uh-huh. and get out as fast as possible, not having to back up, and uh, completely forgot about the cement blocks in front of me. <laughs> went over those. Well, if that wasn't bad enough, I turned a little too short and it hit the curb. <laughs> <laughs> So now I do look like a 15-year-old that can't drive. But uh, anyway, I get out of there, and Alyssa's like, she's kind of laughing. She doesn't know what's going on, but she kind of laughs at the situation, also kind of scared, very embarrassed. And uh, I go out on Highway 72, and I head towards their house, and she was like, what happened? And so I explained the whole situation, and she was just like, you just need to calm down. It's okay. <laughs> I'm good at embarrassing myself. That's yep. what I've learned. But in fairness, you were avoiding a very creeping person, so I was, but it, that completely clouded all other judgment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, that's that's a good story. You need to hear that whole thing. So go back and listen to number eight. Number nine uh, is listed uh, is named Home and Homes, I should say. And Garrett tells us what it's like to be a homeowner. All right, man. What you got on home ownership? We've talked about our hometown, so I guess we're just keeping a home vibe here. We'll yeah. just call this episode home. Home. Just home. No, uh, it's been quite an experience. Uh, I was really like nervous and scared about buying a house, to be honest with you. Uh, I can see why, yeah. Yeah, you know, me and Amber were at a point in our relationship where we kind of were ready to, to get married and... I wanted to have a house and a job, and so I got the job that uh, where I felt like I could afford a house. So I started looking, and with right. the help of Miss Kathy and Laurent Presnell, mm-hmm. they helped me find a, what I think is the perfect house for me. Like I love, I love this house. Yeah. Um, but in the last, it, I, I've had it about six months now. I moved in on April first, uh, closed on April first. So about six months exactly. I've uh. I've I've learned a lot. Like surprised myself how much I've learned in the last six months. Yeah, um, I'll give you a quick taste into my life. Like I'm I'm at the point where I'm getting closer to being able to move out and being wanting to move out to have that independence and that kind of thing. But uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I think right now that my life would be if I uh, moved out. I have these you know predetermined ideas and that kind of stuff of what it would be like, but I'm sure that once I move out, mm-hmm. it's going to be like a ton of bricks hit me in the face, not knowing what to do. So I don't, I mean, even looking for a house, all alone stuff, that kind of thing, that's, that's gotta be, a it can be overwhelming. Experience. That's the first thing that I would say I've learned is it's, you're taking on so much responsibility. Right. And, but when you're actually thinking about how much you're taking on, like before you actually do it, it seems like, Wow, how am I going to be able to do this? I mean, mm-hmm. do I know for sure that I'm going to be able to pay for everything that I can pay for? And even if I can pay for it, how am I going to know, like, if something happens, like if I'm in a car wreck, like right. I'm going to have enough money to be able to pay for the deductible or whatever. Right. So, but when you start doing it and you make smart decisions, get good advice from people, and that's one thing that I did was I got a lot of advice from people, like, is this too much? You know, is this a good decision? And so, if you take good advice from people that have been there, it makes it a lot easier when it's actually happened. Now, I don't really stress about it. You know, if something terrible were to happen, right? Uh, I would be I would be stressed, but like I know that I have the ability to to do what I need to do. I tell you what, you learned a lot, man. Learned a lot. Now I need to talk about living with a wife. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actually, we have a question about that later. I'm not kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, let's see. It's great. It is wonderful. It is. She's, wonderful. she's sitting right over here. So <laughs> she, it has to be. I'm no, just kidding. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. All right. Uh, number ten. Number ten is theories and peeves, and this one was when we had Justin Thomas on to talk about conspiracies, and we learn about where Santa really lives. I've seen a picture of a dove. Um, like being killed or something. I can't remember. All I can remember is that there was a dove there being, in uh, symbolically, the dove is peace, yeah. you know, and so that that being destroyed. I don't remember the yeah. tactic in which that was used, but it's like a mural in the airport. Right. And back to the the president being uh, taken to the, this bunker. Would it have anything to do if this were the case? Would it have anything to do with the mountains that are in Colorado, the Rocky Mountains, being any sort of protection? Is that it could be. I mean, the the bunker was uh, privately funded, uh, okay. like I said earlier. 
the thing is, no, well, it's not publicly known who funded it, but it mm. was privately funded. Okay. Um, now those those things are facts. Right. So, you know, you you you've got to figure out what's going to be facts and what's going to be fiction because you know right. pe- people have taken this and just run flew, with it. Yeah, yeah, they've run with it, and so uh, you know you have to distinguish what's fact and what's fiction. Uh, it's another fact that that federation or association, whatever it was that we mentioned earlier, doesn't exist. I mean, yeah. You can Google it and and find it. Maybe it was a typo. Or not, not find it. Excuse me. And, well, <laughs> typo and stone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they cut the wrong letter. That's right. Uh, it was supposed to be FEMA and it's FINA. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, but anyway, either way, um, the theory has been sort of debunked time and time again because oh, really? they've, they've had some folks go in and and supposedly spec it over. But the thing is that is it's going to be officials that are you know working for the government and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, they find yeah. what they want to find. Sure, yeah. So who knows? You know, and, and personally, I've never been to the Denver airport. So, I haven't either. Um, you know, somebody listening on the podcast may have been there and said, "Well, that don't sound anything like it." You know, again, this is just a theory. So right, right. It sounds believable and plausible, but I mean, yeah, it's hard to tell. I, personally, I believe Santa Claus lives down there. Yeah, <laughs> you can ridicule me if you if you want to, but that's what I believe. So. He shares a room with the Easter Bunny. I that's thought right. he lived at the North Pole. Well, that's what they want you to believe, so you can't find him. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. I knew the Denver airport. Never would have thought it. That's right. You see? Makes sense, right? Makes sense. I think so. You still believe that? I do. All right. Wholeheartedly. My tongue is in my cheek. All right. Number 11. Uh, let's see. What was this one called? Uh, sports and Impressions. And uh, we talked about times where life and sports intertwined. And this was a really interesting episode in my mind at least i really like sports and i like how uh when there's like a heartfelt story around sports uh so anyway we talked a little bit about that another thing i saw that i can also relate to is um there's a wall in wrigley field and when the cubs won um cubs fans rushed to that wall and they wrote down the names of their deceased relatives who had never gotten to see Wow. The Cubs win the World Series, and that's they wrote special. on. That's pretty special. And you know, I have people in my life that, like my aunt, who helped me become an Alabama fan. Right. Um, she didn't get to see one more national championship before she died, but just I wish she could see right now. Because when I was growing up with her, you know, Alabama was pretty bad, but we were still huge fans. We right. talk about it all the time. Oh yeah. But now you know that Alabama is the best program currently. I would love to, for her to be able to see that. Yeah. So I relate relate to that. You relate to that. I, I I think that was a good story. I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a good episode. And one that I think is underrated. If I had to give an underrated stamp to one of our episodes, I'd give it to number 11, Sports and Impressions. <laughs> underrated. All right, uh, number 12. Number 12, we talked about politics and yaks. And uh, that's when we had our pal Sebastian come on, and he told us a little bit about his culture. You've mentioned yaks. Are they a big part of your culture? Oh, yeah. The yak is everything. Without the yak, we don't exist. We depend on the yak for everything, but most importantly, the milk. And everyone in the village has a yak. I have my own yak. And what's your yak's name? Uh, his name is Zak. Zak the yak. And unfortunately, Zak is a runt. And so he gives me no milk, and he's too small, he's too small to ride. So no milk, no ride. Just companionship. <laughs> well, we all need a companion. That's a great story, man. Yeah. So that's when Sebastian came on to the show, uh, and that one's that one's quoted from time to time, that episode. And uh, what I'll say is sometimes your creative endeavors, they are praised. Sometimes there's mixed results. Mm-hmm. It's time for the Clash of the Wits. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the Clash of the Wits. Um and the score was is nine to seven, I believe, and Justin's winning. I was trying to trace back steps, and I got a little confused, but I think it's nine to seven. You're easy to confuse. I am. I sure am. That's why I'm a therapist, <laughs> a physical Assistant. therapist. Assistant. Yes, I hold the clipboard. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, uh, what do you got for us? Hey guys, do you know how many apples grow on a tree? All of them. I have to laugh at that. <laughs> Steven, Justin doesn't even have a joke, and I think you lose this one. 
no. I tell you what, that was a. Hmm. I laughed. <laughs> I promise, dude. Wow. All right. <clears throat> Number 13. Um, G- Gable joined us, uh, and that one was entitled uh, Impersonations and Whiskers. Uh, and he talked about, well, he didn't just talk about it, he gave us examples of his talent of voice acting. And uh, here's an example. Stupid fat hobbit! The ruins it! What's the ruin? There's hardly any meat on him. What we need is a few taters. <laughs> What's taters, precious? What's taters, all? <laughs> Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Lovely big golden chips with a nice piece of fried fish. <laughs> Even you couldn't say no to that. Or this we could. <laughs> Spoil a nice fish. Give it to us raw and riddle. You keep your nasty chips. You're hopeless. <laughs> That's so That's, good. I, I remember that exact scene, and that was flawless. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. So, so good. People have complimented, uh, ha- have told me how much they thought of Gable's impersonations. They're so good. He's got a real talent for that. He sure does. Uh, number 14, my friend. Number 14 is the past and future, and that is when we recap 2016 and discuss our lives moving into 2017. It is the trendy thing to say that 2016 was a horrible year. I don't know if you've noticed this. I've, I've heard that. It has been, at least on my Twitter, it's been everywhere. Caleb can attest to it. It's ridiculous. And if you're listening to this and you think that 2016 was a horrible year, you're breathing. I had to cut that one short because I went on to say some other points, but uh, I think that that said it pretty well. You're breathing. Mm-hmm. Got to be thankful. Did you meet your 2017 goals? Uh, did I meet them? I wouldn't say I necessarily met them. I kept them in my mind a lot, but I didn't achieve them like I had hoped. I got married. Yeah, well, at a boy. I didn't. Number 15. <laughs> Maybe uh, next year. I don't know about that. All right, number 15, um, Tears and Tanks. And we get serious and talk about weeping in this episode. Our society says that crying is a sign of weakness, especially in terms of men. If a man cries, that's a, that's a sign of weakness. Um, but what does God say? I mean, here in, this, in Ecclesiastes, the wisdom of Solomon writes that there is a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. I mean, I, for, for me, I laugh. A lot. You mm-hmm. and me, we'd laugh all the time. We've laughed a bunch just sitting here before the show and even during like the show. Laugh. We love to laugh. I love to laugh. Maybe we laugh at times when we shouldn't laugh. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been guilty of that, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but more so, I know that there have been times when I should have wept or I should have, maybe even if I couldn't produce physical tears, maybe I should have been more sensitive or to weep with those who weep as we see here in a in Romans chapter 12 and verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. So anyway, this, this verse, it's just been, this section especially, but especially this verse, it's been very interesting to me that there's a time for everything under the sun and there's a time to weep. Good stuff, Jeremy. Uh, that was, yeah, that was one of our deeper episodes. Number 16. 16, Tunes and Tones. Uh, Katie joined us to talk about her love of music. She does love music. Uh, and uh, during that conversation, Jeremy found another way to make fun of me. Boy, did I. Lovely. Okay, so what would be your favorite musical? We talked about just piano in general and stuff, but musicals, I know that you like them and I love them. And Garrett likes them too. I High think. school musical? No. Oh. So Sound this, of music. So this is. Uh, I, had, I have Sound of Music on my list. I don't know if it's my favorite. I okay. like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That is a good one. It's hard That's to beat anything one. with Dick Van Dyke. I Let's know. Dick Van Dyke is my favorite Chitty actor. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. What? You need to can, see it. Can I, can I discriminate against you for once? Because yeah, I, that is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> How you know, is we all fun? have dark secrets. <laughs> and one of mine is I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I've never seen The Lion King. I'm going to hold this over. You know, I time. might have seen it when I was a little kid. I vaguely remember maybe watching it at my grandparents. So you would say you might have seen parts, parts of it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. 
But this is the best day of my I, I life. I can't even really say that. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember being on at my grandparents' when I was Okay. Little. All right. Well, to be honest, I don't know if I've sat through and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my sentence, sir, before you accuse. I don't know if I've sat through the entire thing in one sitting, but I think I've seen every scene. I just don't okay. think at some point. Yeah, so I wouldn't That's say how I've you seen watch movies, of, Jeremy. Right. I saw parts of it at different times and have seen the whole thing. By <laughs> That's how Jeremy likes to watch. Watch? Yeah, watch movies. Yeah. I don't know why I said I was about to say watch podcasts, and I don't know why I was going to say that. I got to make fun of Garrett. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, that's yeah, disappointing. All right, uh, number 17, I tell Garrett the story of how I locked my car, my keys inside my car right before picking up Alyssa for our two-year anniversary date. I tell you what, I can't write this stuff. So any closing remarks from that? No. Uh, sounds like something that might happen to me, but it hasn't happened to me. Yeah. I've, I've been scared of locking my keys out of my, locking my keys in my car multiple times because there's only the one key and I've just never done it and then in this one moment of stupidity I, I no did. what would have been stupid would have been breaking the window I thought about it I I didn't think about it very long <laughs> but I, I mentioned to a co-worker I was like uh, I was telling the story and this individual goes just break the window I was like it crossed my mind but it was a very small moment in time it was a nanosecond I, I mean like, what were you going to do drive to the date with your fucking window <laughs> like the, the window in the seat you know <laughs> I was like I, I thought for a second I could just break the window no that's not a good idea <laughs> so that's how my mind works anyway could you get into the trunk I thought about that too and no I mean I didn't have any key I mean there was no physical way to get in there was none whatsoever you didn't get going on your date then you broke up uh, nope, that's not what happened. No, I did get inside my car, and you'll have to find out how um, if you don't know by listening to the episode. But had a great date, had a great one. All right, uh, number eighteen. Number eighteen. Wow, manhood and vacations. I like that. Uh, that one was when Andrew Boynton joined us to talk about his trip to Idaho. Lots of potatoes. We just picked a weekend and packed into a Honda Civic, five of us, and five took of off us. to Idaho. Yeah, sounds like a clown car situation. It was, it was, yeah, it was brutal. Wow, how five about people. That? Well, you should have gone in an Accord. Can I make that yeah. joke again? Oh man, no. classic. Okay. Well, that's an old time. That's so a classic. How, <laughs> so how how long was the trip? Like, um, it was hours? like I think it was like thirty three hours of driving time. It took us like forty hours from the time we left to the time we actually got there. Oh, and you said you did this on a weekend. Um. No, actually, we didn't. It was it was in the summer. Um, okay. I think I might have said that. I was just not thinking. But okay. we, we we left at um, like 9 o'clock at night, Wednesday night, and we got there. There are two time changes between here and Idaho, so it's kind of confusing. But right. we got there at like 11 on Friday, I think, 11 a.m. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. So it was on Friday. So that's, based, that's 1 o'clock our it time. Was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, are they mountain or Pacific? What time I, zone are they? I'm not sure. Okay. You I went was, there. It was, yeah, it was a blur. It was two time we zones. And we were really frustrated because we were like almost there, we thought, and then we didn't realize the time changes like right before you get to his, his house. Oh, so okay. it was like we got another hour all of a sudden. We are like, no. <laughs> That's so funny. You were in a car with five people yes. for 33 hours. Yes. I bet you got to know them very well. Yeah. Well, thankfully, I already knew them pretty well. So, I, yeah. <laughs> well, it was either going to strengthen our relationship or tear us apart for life. Yes. <laughs> I bet it, I bet it did. Uh, I bet that that would bring some interesting conversation. Yeah. A lot of sleeping, too. Well, well sleeping. we tried to sleep. It didn't work so well. I can't imagine being in a car all the way to Idaho. That would, Especially not with you. Woo. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> that would be something. All right, uh, number 19, I introduced my idea for a new fun segment, the Rabbit Hole Quiz Show. The quiz show that we're going to play, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. So to win, buddy, you've got to get, you can miss up to three. I've got 10, uh-huh. so you can get a C and any. pass. Okay. If, if you get all these right, buddy, I will shake your hand. Boy, I will shake it. I probably won't get any right. No, so you got to. Well, I don't know if that's fair. Let's say, let's say six. You got to get six so it's right. Hard. Well, I mean, they're just random facts. You you shouldn't know any of these. Okay. So what this what what I did here is I'm calling it the the rabbit hole quiz show. 
what I did is I just went on the internet and I searched something and I got a fact from it. And then that fact led to another fact and it, and it just goes on and on and on. So the rabbit hole quiz show. Nice name. Thanks. I thought about it a long time. <laughs> All right. So number one, buddy, the largest prairie dog town was found to be a hundred miles long. Where was this town found? Oklahoma. A. Northwest <laughs> Montana. <laughs> Oklahoma. I just, I just guessed somewhere. <laughs> All right. Northwest Montana. A. B. West Texas. C. South New Mexico. Or D. North South Canada. D's not supposed to make sense. Uh, which one was Southwest Texas? There wasn't a Southwest Texas. There's the one in Texas. <laughs> okay, B, West Texas. That is correct, sir. I knew it because they live out west. <laughs> Great job. But buddy. not all the way to New Mexico. <laughs> not all the way to New Mexico. All right. That was, that was, I'm a prairie dog expert. <laughs> I love prairie dogs. We've established this in our own friendship. But uh, anyway, good job. So you got one right. Told that, you. that is one. So I'm got, I got to remember this. Do I get any lifelines? Uh, no. No lifelines. I'm going to phone a friend. Who are you going to phone? Amber. Amber? <laughs> okay. <laughs> she is your friend. I, I love that quiz show, just personally. That was great. <laughs> I have a great time with that one. I am a prairie dog expert. Boy, yeah. Yeah, you are. Boy. All right, number 20. 20, celebrations and suspenders. Very fitting of Jeremy. Gable and Justin join us for their second times to do more voice acting. First, Gable gives us an awesome intro. I don't really know what all we're going to be doing. But uh, these two gentlemen are going to be doing impressions, and I hear that maybe we're playing a game or something, so I'm going to yes. throw it over to y'all. Yeah. You're not in charge anymore. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, before we do that, I have a little uh, a little thing prepared to read off uh, okay. before, before we start, so I'm going to do that real quick. All right. This summer and every other season of the year, experience the audio adventure of a lifetime filled with dad jokes, excessive giggling, Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And way too many country music outtakes. Starring Jeremy Nias, the beardless wonder, and Garrett Horn, the Mariota lover. No. Editors, Caleb Valander, Joshua Valander, and Corbin Roth wonder, how in the world did we get stuck doing this? The Upside Up Podcast, already on a mobile device near you. Now, Justin gives us his impeccable Cusco. All right, Justin, do you have another one? Uh, yes. Um, however, I just <coughs> realized that I left out an impression from the previous one. From the previous, from yeah, the crunk? from the crunk movie. <clears throat> Go so, for it. Uh, we can never I just, have too I many just wanted to do the part where he uh, fell, uh, fell off the cliff, uh-huh. and Cusco said, Oh, I'm a crumbly Kenya ward, and I'm taking you with me. Well, not today, pal. Uh-huh, 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 <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. That's really that really sounded like his voice. Uh, I've so, always thought of you as a crunk so, guy, but that was really good. <laughs> Don't know what that says about a guy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Gable's uh, little intro there that he does for us. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. I wish that I had that without our laughter, just so we could play it on the episodes. So good. Uh, and and Justin's uh, Cusco, impeccable, no doubt. Very good. Muy bien. Muy bien. Muy bueno. All right, just a few more here. Number 21, uh, that was, let's see, marriage and swans. Garrett and Amber talk about their relationship and the beginning of their lives together as a married couple. Uh, so now now that you've started your first year together, y'all are what, uh, a month and a half, two months in? Yeah, uh, June th- Yeah, about a month and a half tomorrow. Month, month and a half in. Uh, have y'all... Uh, what have y'all learned about just the start of marriage that y'all are uh, y'all can share with us who are curious? Garrett snores. Garrett snores. Incorrect. But a uh, maybe I do. I don't know. But one thing I learned is sharing a life full time with someone is um, pretty busy, especially yeah. when she's teaching. Yeah. So I get off work, go right up to the school, and, and yeah. work on some more. And I don't mind at all. But it's just really busy, and it's been. It's flown by mainly because we haven't had any time to, to catch up. Have you caught up? Nope. All right. <laughs> Number 22. Number 22 is suffering and fashion. Uh, we talk about fashion trends for fall 2017, and I go off. Take a listen. 
more adventurous suiting. And this is something I saw uh, all over the place. Was it's trendy now, now to j- wear different color suits? Now y'all y'all can't y'all can't see the pictures, but the person in this picture is pretty much the least manliest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, he's got a hand on the hip. Yeah, I know. And he's wearing his he's wearing like his Converse pa- or something his, without his socks. His pants are too short, and he has no socks on. And, and this, this is a website about style. Oh, and that that suit he's wearing that's probably worth that probably costs about thirty dollars to make is eighteen hundred ninety five dollars. I mean, what is this? By Burberry.com. That is so funny. I and can't get over his... He's not wearing socks. I mean, it's, it's fall. <laughs> he's going to get cold. <laughs> that, that according to our iTunes metrics, is our least popular episode. That one is one of my favorites. I think that one's pretty funny. That one might be my favorite. That, that's a good one. Number 23, uh, entitled Technology and Policemen. Uh, Brad Collins... Uh, joined us to talk about the dangers of technology and uh, how interacting with people has suffered. I also know the difficulty that w- that I have trying to communicate with someone and it not coming across the exact opposite of what I want over text. Uh, can you relate to this, Brad? Oh, a- absolutely. Yeah, I, I write software for a living. So I spend most of my time interacting with a computer, not with human beings. Sure. At least not not directly. Yeah. Um, so I can certainly relate to that. And of course, that because that is the 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 typical day to day interaction, a lot of folks who are introverted and shy tend to go into that kind of work. So uh, it, yeah. it it is a frequent topic uh, among. Uh, at conferences and uh, a frequent topic on podcasts. I listen to some tech podcasts sure. where they talk about how that, look, most problems are people problems. Uh, very few problems are genuinely technical problems. And so if we lose our personal skills, those soft skills, as some people call them, mm-hmm. then then we lose the ability to be able to solve these problems. You, you can't just write a program or or, uh, or or throw some hardware together to, to fix all of those problems. You sure can't. Yeah, that's, nope. some, that's some real wisdom there. Um, and number 24. Number 24, last but not least, Harold and BuzzFeed. Um, in this Thanksgiving special, Jeremy, myself, and Caleb tell an original story about a cyclops. Charles, by this point, is absolutely giddy. What an adventure. On their way back to Harold's house, Charles shows Harold his prized possession, the shiny rock he found in the cave. Harold looks on with amazement. Charles tells him how they found it, and that it's the coolest thing he's ever had, and that he wouldn't give it up for the world. After a while, the boys notice that their cycloptic friend is the only living thing they have seen in Unioptic. Kenny asks, Where's your mommy? She left me when I grew up. I haven't seen her since, Harold says as his countenance falls. Does anyone live in this world besides you? Asked Charles. Yes, but I never see them. That's why I'm so happy to see you boys, Harold replied. We'll be your friends. We love it here, replies Kenny, which forces a smile to come across Harold's face. But this smile isn't like the friendly smiles he had previously showed. He is thinking. Suspicious of their new friend, Charles quickly interrupts. Well, Harold, it's been wonderful to meet you. But we must be getting back for lunch before our mother starts to worry. Oh, don't leave quite yet. I want to show you my house first. Who knows when you'll return to my land for another visit. And that was, uh, you'll have to find out uh, what happens to the rest of the story. That one turned out surprisingly good. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed that. Nobody's really given us any feedback on that episode. It's pretty popular. Yeah, well, according to that, I don't know how they get that popularity on iTunes, to be quite honest with you, because it doesn't have that many listens. But, uh, yeah. So that's all 24 episodes, man. That was a little trip down memory lane. Uh, anything that you take away from those things? We've got a lot of episodes under our belts. We do. We're we, savvy vets now. Savvy vets, man. It, we're kind of like the... Uh, like in the NBA, you know how there's like a journeyman mm-hmm. and he's like, he just stands in the corner and hits threes on like championship winning basketball games. Yeah. That's what you and I are. We're yeah. just in the corners. I was thinking more like Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> you mean because they beat the Titans? Everybody beats the Titans. No, not the Chiefs. We no, beat the nobody. Chiefs. Not the Chiefs. That's right. That's right. We watched the, uh, so 
Garrett and I, that's the only team that we agree on uh, in terms of sports. We, we're always like rivals against each other, but we both like the Titans. He doesn't really like Marcus Mariota, so we still find something to argue about because yeah. I do. But uh, I tell you what, he came up big that night. We, we watched the game together. Threw a touchdown pass to himself. Pretty awesome. Pretty, Pretty cool. awesome. So what, what's your favorite episode? Is it that fashion one or did you have a, another one? That one or the Isaac one. Those were quality. Quality. I tell you what, the audio quality was much better in the fashion one, but the uh, the Isaac one had so much uh, much more substance. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. All right, so let's get to the listener questions. Um, I hope that y'all enjoyed that. I meant to say that a second ago. I I put a lot of time and effort into that, but uh, we we really wanted to reminisce and wanted to tell you about our appreciation for everything that y'all have done for us to uh, encourage us as we've tried to create content uh, for your enjoyment. Uh, when, I, when I went back and listened to all of those, it really brought back a lot of memories. Uh, one of them, you can hear cicadas in the background, and it's like 20 degrees outside right now, so that made me, that made <laughs> me feel good. But uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to say thank you all to everyone who listens and encourages us with this show. Okay, so back to the listener questions. Gable Duke asked, Why is Marcus Mariota the best NFL quarterback ever? He is not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's not the best ever. I enjoy him a lot, but he's not the best ever. He's not in the top. Probably the top 150. Whoa. Top 150 quarterbacks? He's not in the top 150 quarterbacks. Of all in time? End. Not Oh, ever. He did say ever. I was thinking in the league. Yeah. yeah. No, he's probably not in the top 150. Not yet, anyway. He, he could develop. He, he could, but he'll probably just continue to be a turnover machine. Maybe. Because that's Titans football. Titans football. Always a foot short. Yep. All right. Samuel Hester asked us, uh, what animal would you have if you couldn't have a dog, cat, or a fish? A liger. A liger. Breadfruit skills and magic. You know how cool it would be to have a liger, a lion, and a tiger mixed? I mean, that thing's so big, you'd probably ride it. That would be really cool, but I think he was meaning more of a practical pet. <laughs> well, I guess that's technically a cat, too, isn't it? It, uh, it is. I didn't think about that. Uh... Prairie dog? That's it's not option. a dog. It's not really a dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty good right there. I uh No, I changed my answer. I would have an otter. Wow. I always wanted an otter. I think those are the coolest looking animals. Yeah. And they're kind of cute, which is not manly to say, but I want an otter. That they I like otters. I do. Those are really neat. I want a giraffe. How cool would that be? Have a giraffe in your backyard. <laughs> you should not even drive anymore. You should just ride <laughs> a giraffe everywhere. Oh, right, so here cool. comes Jeremy to church. <laughs> oh, dear. And we'd wear matching cardigans. I'd find a giraffe-sized cardigan. There you go. That's right. All right, Will Harris with a good question. Uh, this one's for Garrett. He says, I think there's a lot of good advice available from the Bible, other Christians, etc., on preparing for the new roles and responsibilities that come with marriage. That being said, what are some of the challenges to newly married couples that you didn't expect? Um, it's like uh, if you listen to this whole podcast, I mentioned in a previous episode that sharing your life with someone is is a big responsibility, and that's there's a lot to that. It's um, dividing up your time wisely, uh, making sure she feels listened to, which I'm not always great at, but I'm I'm working on. Um, yeah, you don't listen to me either. So no, I don't listen to you, but I have to listen to Amber. That's so. right. That's right. Um, no, but um, yeah, you just don't you 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 see it, people that are married and you hear about it and you think, yeah, I can do that and and of course you can do it and it's it's worth doing, but it's um it's harder than it looks a lot of days, but it's again it's totally worth it. So yeah, I, I have no input whatsoever. You will soon. I don't know, but I tell you what, you're going to start rumors now. <laughs> I tell you what, man. All right. Uh, Katie Sexton asked, which part of the podcast process have the two of you most enjoyed uh, so far? For example, planning episodes and future ideas, recording, or the feedback you get from knowing that people like what you do? That's a fantastic question, I might add. So was Will's. All of them are always good, but that that one, uh, that's a good one. My favorite part of the podcast is knowing that someone likes what I'm able to produce just in my mind. You know, I, I think that that's so much fun. The process, I really do enjoy preparing for the episodes, but I think the things I like most is just sitting down with my buddies and uh, recording and 
knowing that people enjoy listening to us, which I don't know why that is. I really don't. Yeah, I like um, recording, but I also like uh, the feedback, you know, when you have somebody from church come up. Man, that was that was cool. That was really interesting. Yeah. I like that. That's a lot of fun. I made my aquarium famous at church because of that, so. Yeah. (laughs) You should have a sign, made famous by Upside Up Podcaster. (laughs) That'd be funny. All right, man. And uh, as we wrap up this uh, 2017 and 16 look back, and we look forward to 2018, uh, what does your 2018 look like? Do you have any uh, resolutions, any things you're looking forward to this year? One day at a time. That was the most cliche sports <laughs> interview answer I've ever heard. <laughs> no, I, I haven't made any specific rev- resolutions. I mean, I'm always, no matter what time of year, I'm wanting to do better yeah. than I did the day before. So that's, I mean, literally one day at a time, Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what it brings. Um, they seem to go by faster as I get older. I know I sound like a older person saying that, but I guess I am becoming an older person in a lot of ways, so... <laughs> Brought to you by Garrett's Book of Clichés. Yeah. All right. Um, since you asked my 2018. I did not ask. I didn't. I don't care. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. What's your 2018 looking like, Jeremy? Um, well, I graduate this year from college, uh, assuming that I pass everything. And uh, hopefully by the summer. we got to redo all that. <laughs> making this so difficult all right well i graduate this year uh and that's a <laughs> i'm sorry i know you I need to get to this. Carry on. I think it's funny. <laughs> well uh so we've tried to i've tried to answer that question twice now and Every time Garrett pulls his ring off his finger when I mention graduation and holds it up in the air like I'm about to engage or something. And I guess he's just trying to start rumors. I don't know what it is. So thanks a lot, buddy. But my 2018, uh, I don't know what it all will bring, but I do hope to uh, graduate from college, which will be, that means a lot to me. I put a lot in, a lot of work into it, a lot of time, a lot of money. Ugh, a lot of money. Blah. Money. But uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, Matthew will turn 14. That's, wow. Yeah. Impressive. I'll tell you what, he's lived on the earth 14 years. Mm. Uh, Or he will be then. And uh, I don't know. I I hope to buy a new car this year, so that that will be awesome. A new used car. (laughs) That's impressive. Yeah, no more Debbie stories, which probably when I buy a car, we'll have an episode about all the Debbie um, mix-ups. Can I get a picture of Debbie before the end of the world? Before the end of the world, <laughs> I suppose, if you can find her. Um, but in terms of resolutions, they're very similar to last year, and I hope to actually achieve them this year. So that's all That's all I know to say. All right. Well, thank you for, the, uh, for all the encouragement. Again, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. We appreciate everything that y'all do for us. We sincerely apologize for not uh, recording in December. It was... Wow, it was a busy month uh, with the holidays and everything. But uh, anyway, we're back, and we will try to do this once a month as we can. I start a clinical rotation Tuesday, so that means Jeremy will be busy, busy, busy. Um, And Garrett's always busy. Yep. Yep. But uh, anyway, as we wrap this up, we want to thank Katie for her excellent work writing and playing our music. She does an absolutely fantastic job, and uh, we couldn't have done it without her. We want to thank our friend Kevin for helping us record those. We couldn't have done that without him, no doubt. And we want to thank Justin and Stephen for their jokes. Justin unable to help us this week, um, but hopefully next episode he will he will join us. We want to thank our team of their, of hardworking, selfless individuals, and that being our head producer and editor Caleb, our head graphic designer Corbin, 
uh, assistant producer Joshua and our voiceover artist Justin for their great work. We appreciate so much everything that they've done for us. And I want to thank you, Garrett, for joining me today on this episode as we reminisce down memory lane. You are so welcome, man. All right. Episode 25 is in the books. Stay upside up in this upside down world. And uh, we'll hopefully talk to you next month. Thanks for listening. Leave a comment on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Mr. reference. <laughs> Did anybody catch that one? I got it. Did you catch it? That was... You too. Sorry. That wouldn't be great. I'll tell you that. It wouldn't be great. <laughs> Good night. I can't hear anything. <laughs> there has never been a time he sat down with those mics and he's like, I can hear myself. Oh, I can hear. Whoa. <laughs> Jeremy, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you going to die? Mm-hmm. When? Long time from now. I have no idea. We hope. That's a waveform. That's not blue. What color is that? I mean, it's blue, but that's not what it is. Is it true that your brain produces phosphorus when you see red? I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>